Hi, I'm Tim. And I'm Welltall. And this is Popcorn Pulse 119. Hooray. Did you like how I started at Rice? You were trying to take a drink? You did, of course. Anyway. So we have a movie. <laughs> you get that? We do. You weren't ready for that? Not ready, not quite. You want to tell the people at home? I do. This is a Welltall choice. This no, is... I meant what we were drinking. Oh, okay. Well, this is Diamond Peak. We're almost done with this bottle. From Stranahan's. Yeah. For those of you playing at home. What can I say? I just kind of wanted to go classic today. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Stranahan's counts as classic. Classic for it us. It does for us, I guess. Yeah, that's all that matters. Now, was that... Was Nothing that, scotch. Was that 80 Laws... That you got was that the bonded or was it just a special blend they had? Uh, I don't remember off the top of my head. I have to go look. Was it? Did you get it from it's like a four grain something? Did you get it from across the? No, I got it down at uh, in Denver. Okay. At, uh, Argonauts, the big place. Okay. I guess it's not that big, but I was it's mostly convenient for me because I'm on Colfax all the time. You know, strutting my stuff, looking for some Johns. Yeah. For those of you who know anything about Colfax, you get the joke. Those of you who don't, I hope you get the joke. And if you don't, maybe you're listening to the wrong podcast. But anyway. So yes, the, the movie, however, is Welltall's choice. Yes, yes. I decided I needed to pay the Enchanter back for some of the shit he makes me right. watch for this fucking show. So, so your choice behind Mamma Mia was strictly punishment? Mostly. Anything else? Mostly just that. Okay. The reason I picked it as punishment was just because it was coming to mind and all, since I had to go see it at the Denver, at the Boulder uh, Dinner Theater. Recently? Yes. Wow. Very recently. That's incredible. Couple, yeah, a few days ago. Because I remember this Because I'm sitting there like, oh yeah, I'm so making the Enchanter watch this shit. Of course. So now, this was quite a big deal when it came out. Now it's based on... I believe a stage play of the yes. same same name, it, it, which is actually titled titled after the ABBA song "Mamma Mia." Uh, it's basically an excuse to have ABBA songs. I have "Dancing Queen" stuck in my head permanently now. Is I, it, I is, think it'll be there for the next month at this rate. Which one? The one song by the actors, which kind of sucks, or the actual ABBA one? Which it is sounds pretty similar. I mean, it's kind of. But yeah, I think the ABBA version just kind of wins out, I guess. Just just a little, huh? I mean, I don't really remember them. Now, speaking of singing, the one thing, most of the people in this, they're all right. I, I know some people might get all mad that I just said, uh, what's her name? The queen is all right. Um, the fuck is her name? The main character. It's not actually the daughter that's the main character. No, it's no, it not. feels that it's, way it's sometimes. It's Meryl Streep. It's Meryl Streep. That's the one yeah. I'm looking for, yes. Um, yeah, she's all right. I don't know why everybody thinks she's the greatest on Earth, but... Because she acted and stuff. She does serious things occasionally. Oh, no, I'm not saying she's a bad actress. I'm just saying as a singer, she's all right. That's perfectly fair. No, no, some people get all mad. She's the greatest. She's the queen. Well, she was in that bullshit okay. Les Mis, so... Was she? Yeah. Which... She the was new Les Mis? Yeah, from 2012. Yeah, with, um... What's her face? Uh, brain is just fucking going and, dead. Uh, Hugh. I was talking about Hugh Jackman, yeah. and even better, um, because he was, uh, 26401, is two that, that the number? Two, what? His number. 26... Hugh Jackman's character. 
It's prisoner. It's two oh. six something, I think. Anyways, um, I, I'm not gonna look this up. No, no, no. That movie, that that movie, which we'll talk about for just a half a second, was spectacular because, um, who was the guard, the policeman? Jean Valjean or whatever. Yeah, I don't fucking know. I I never. I've never seen it. I know all about it, vaguely. Oh, I gotta Whatever look at the actor's I've... name, because my brain's just fucking not working tonight. I mean, that's usual, but today it's, it's, ooh. It's just fucking up left and right. Why don't I have actors here? What the fuck, no. Google? You suck balls. Crow was, uh, Jackman was John Viljohn. Russell yeah. Crow was Yevert. That's what I was looking Yevert. for. Russell Crow singing. Yever. Oh, dear God. He was, ooh. Hugh Jackman, of course, was amazing because he's Hugh Jackman, and he could play a fucking starfish's asshole, and it would be amazing. Oh no, I'm getting. I did. I, someone's gonna yell at us about that. Meryl Streep wasn't in Liam as it no. was Amanda Seyfried, the the main the How did, daughter. You mixed chick. up the daughter and I her? clicked on her name because I was like, ah, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm coordinated. Anne it's Hathaway my- was the one that everybody was impressed of because she does that one song fairly well. She does all right. She does all right. And she's I'll, she's no um what's old British hag um uh, Judy Dench no <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm being nice <laughs> oh Jesus fuck uh, <laughs> she's a duchess I don't know uh what's my brain my brain is just fucking fried tonight Jesus Christ <laughs> what have you done what what is in this drink. <laughs> whiskey and whiskey. Les Miserables. What's the fucking song? It's the song everybody remembers. You could probably just put in like Les Mis and Hathaway song, and it would probably find it. And Hathaway. And then I needed the song name because I need the other. I dreamed a dream. There you go. <laughs> this this is a long way to go for. There's a, a long ways for me to make a dumbass we- joke nobody remembers. Um, it gave me her, like, subversion because Google thinks it's smart. What's that song called? Not the song. Susan Boyle! There we go. Okay. (laughs) The The joke is ruined! The Loch Ness Monster they chained and dragged on the stage and said, Sing for us, Hobbit! Ah... Okay, that was that was fucking special. I'm. Uh. Uh. Anyways, let's go back to this musical let's, instead let's do of that. Le, Le Mis, as everybody hip has to say. Yeah, the like Le Mis, as we say in the biz. Which biz is that? The sexual assault biz. Oh, you mean Hollywood? Okay. Ah, uh, did you see? Um, uh, Everyone's been talking about Ricky Gervais's thing. Yes. Ah, uh, it was good though. It was. Did you watch it? No. Oh, I refuse to be watch the Globe Awards. You don't have to care. watch the whole Globes. You just got to watch his thing. He goes off on those fuckers. It's fucking wonderful. That's probably the only reason they got any attention this year more yes. than they did because they've had falling viewership. Well, they did have a, they did have a snub moment of what's her name? Um, Beyonce wouldn't stand for uh, Joaquin Phoenix winning. Okay, and then some woke fucks on Twitter are all like, "Yeah, well, that's the energy we need this year." Being a cunt? You've got that down, buddy. 
You, you've been doing that for years. I don't even think this that's is why it. nobody likes your movement. I think I think her personal assistant forgot to tell her how to stand. She was just like, "What do I do? What do I do?" A lot oh, of God. people were wondering if she just couldn't stand in the fucking weird ass tarp that she called a dress. There's always that. But anyways, <laughs> I don't care that much. But his speech was just, Mwah. it was wonderful. Especially, everybody loved the Jeff Jeffrey Epstein joke about how he's your friend and stuff. But I like the end where he's just basically like. Nobody cares about your fucking politics. You know nothing about the real world. Just come up here and thank your agent, thank your god, and get the fuck off. Yeah, collect your little <laughs> award and fuck you. And I'm like, yeah, thank you. And you can see some of them are mad, some of them are like, yes. I like Tom Hanks' face from it. I saw that. That made me laugh. His little, like... But... His, yeah, his, like, turtle face. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is going interesting. He's like, yeah, I remember what comedy was like before I got Oscar hungry. And that's about it. <laughs> anyway, back to the, the movie at hand. Yep. Now that we've been way off target. <laughs> so this takes place... Something I... Oh, no, no, I was making fun of... What's his name? Uh, Bond. Brosnan? Brosnan's singing in this. Ah, yes. Dear... God. Oh, for those of you who haven't watched this, it's a musical. Yeah. And it's his... Well, oh, any part where he opens his mouth, you're just kind of like, oh, dude, why did you try... Where? Where's the auto-correct or something? Not auto, uh, auto-tune. Like, he thinks yelling makes it better when he's off-key. Like, ah! Jesus, dude, stop. It's just He's just reacting to, like, the latest Bond movies. He's like, ah! Oh! Oh! They're messing with his balls! Oh! No, but... Something I wanted to point out was this came out the same year as Taken. And I, I kind of wanted to... The reason I thought that was interesting... <laughs> Why is that interesting? So, Taken... A lot of people point to Taken as, like, the beginning of, like, the dad uh, hero movies. Like, Dad Vengeance. This, I'd say, is the companion piece aimed at ladies. Because it's, again, as you mentioned, Meryl Streep is honestly the main character. And a lot of the movie is focused on, here's uh, old, like women who are older who like to fuck. Uh-huh. It's basically, well, they did in their youth, at least. Right. And, well, they still talk about how much they like to fuck. To like, some extent, yeah. yeah. And they're always talking to each other like, are you getting laid? Are you getting any dick? Are you taking it up the ass? Ah! And it's kind of a female empowerment thing to some extent. But I say it's like it's a companion yeah. that is that you have it's it's clearly marketed towards and it's certainly the kind of thing you could see people like who are a little older and they're into it. They will kind of want to see themselves kicking ass or getting laid, having a good time, being being cool in their mind. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's just my pitch. That's just something I saw like at the first blushes. I'm like, I bet this came out around the same time. No one talks about those kind of movies in that way, which is which is funny. I don't care. But there's a lot of window dressing to this that I recognize. I don't think that's the time. I think your timing's off. I think it was just because the play is from... I don't know when the play was made. 99, I think. Where would I find the play info? I bet if you clicked on the wiki. You just no, I'm getting the film. Yeah, but if you click on it, I bet it says based on... Because it'll say, like, based on the play. And I bet it's that. Musical, there we go. The wiki for the musical is probably oh, a bit more useful. There you go. 
1999 was when it was premiered. So they just, basically, it took about three years for them to adapt it into a movie. So they saw the success, three realized years? that there was money to be made. It was 2002. No, this is 2009. 2008? Yeah. So sorry, it took almost ten years. But still, they had to wait. Name a musical that gets a movie right away. <laughs> <laughs> nah. oh. They saw the success, and they basically, whenever they see something on Broadway, they give it about five, six years to well, see they, how well it does. If it keeps making money, they go, okay, we can make a movie well, out of Well, two this. things about letting it run for a while is one is that the songs tend to enter like pop culture consciousness that kind of spreads around. It builds fan, word of mouth. It builds popularity, particularly if it goes on tour. And so it's kind of like beta testing it yeah. in a certain way. So well, that's how Hollywood thinks of it. Yeah. I mean, it's why they're like, Cats musical can't fail. <laughs> you could probably, I tell you what, you could auto-tune Garfield being uh, pulled God, backwards we should into have a watched Cats, too. This would have been a perfect dual thing. It would have been. It would have been good. Oh, uh, yeah. Have you seen how terrible Cats is? Well, yeah, everyone loves Bagger. I love it. We're all, you know, for all of our I haven't watched the movie, but I want to now. All of our political stripes were united in knowing those fucking things are awful. Oh, my God. Have you seen the cockroaches dancing and yes, shit? Yes, I have. Oh. Absolutely have I. We might have to do that movie at some point. D- do you think by the time it comes out on Blu-ray, they'll have fixed uh, Judy Dench's hand being not CG'd? I know that they were supposedly fixing that in different releases They're to fixing theaters. Fixing a lot of things. They're like, oh shit, we, we need an that. unfixed version released. It's like I tell you what. If Speaking you... of completely off topic, but fixed things. Uh, yeah. Gemini Man. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not sure, but it's all it's way less obnoxious now that I've seen it outside the theater. I didn't really watch it, watch it. I just kind of went through, but I've gotten a copy. Where I was just like, okay, I want to see if they fixed it. And it looks like it's either been fixed or the one version I watched was fucked. And the theater really fucked it up. Which, I mean, there's kind of... There's kind I told of you, th- the 3D thing, and I don't think it was entirely the theater. I think somebody fucked up the copy of the 3D. It's possible. I mean... I didn't have a choice, though. This the 3D is the one thing, thing, to be fair, about like digital distribution, is that versions of movies absolutely can change while even in the theaters. Yeah. If they find mistakes or so, which which is actually kind of disconcerting because it means if you go to a theater and you like a particular version and you buy the release, that may be slightly different. It may not be a huge amount. Like, that's the thing is it may not be, like, visually way different, but you get it and they've done something to it. They've cleaned up that movie. And when I say cleaned up, I don't know if it was or wasn't, but... The version I saw in the theaters looked more like a YouTube original, and the version I saw after that I've looked through looked more like um, an episode of NCIS. It's a bit more refined, a little cleaner, still special, definitely made in China. There's there's something about Chinese animation I wish I could articulate better, and I kind of want to explore that a little bit more, but I'd want to find people who actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Because I, I don't know what I'm talking about with any kind of CG and I hate using CG. It's the wrong term. CG is when you computer generate it. It's actually uh, because if you have an actor in a green screen and then you put computer stuff behind them, it's not technically CG because you're not generating them. CG would be like when they make the fake character. Right, but you could say like CG set design. Uh, oh, it would be CG in this movie because they CG'd uh, the younger him. Yeah. Yeah. But Younger Him wasn't that bad. Compared to a lot of the anti-aging technologies, that one was good. 
But uh, what's uh, the Irishman? I've poked through that, and that's horrible. Everybody keeps thinking it's saying it's great, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Hey, I'll give it a shot. There's a, there we go. We should compare the two movies one of these days. Gemini Man and Irishman? Yes. Anti-aging tech. We should do a thing where oh. we, where we uh, both of us, go after it in, from different perspectives. Because I'm oh. sure we'd have different ideas on okay. what's good and what's not. I read you. I read you now. That that would be an interesting... Not as much you're focused on the movie. Fuck although... no. Fuck the plot. The plot isn't important here. We're talking about anti-aging tech in uh, movies. Do, how, do we compare how it stacks up to, say, the... Uh, Grand Tron... Tarkin? Well, I was going to say the Tron, Tron sequel. Yes. Remember? Cause We've got a few years. They've gotten better. To be fair, the the bridges. To thing, be far. They, yeah, to be far. They hid it well in Tron because they're in the computer world, and so there's lots of shadows they're playing with, which kind of hides it a little bit. They're cheating. It's kind of like when he's saying goodbye to his son. Like this, it's at night, and like he has like a nightlight on. It's really dim, so it kind of hides it. It makes it a little harder, but it still looks like a rubber mask. Going, I stole your dad's face. It's like in Hellraiser where the guy steals the guy's skin. He's like, come to daddy. Come to daddy. (laughs) (laughs) Have you not seen the first one? It's been so long since I've seen anything Hellraiser. I barely remember the plot. The first one's interesting. Actually, I don't really remember the plot. I remember there's a guy that that likes puzzles or something. Right. The the first one's interesting. And then your girlfriend. What I wanted to point out. Your ex-girlfriend. Sorry. You know what I meant. Yeah. Uh, The first one's interesting. My apologies to your wife. Yeah. You know what I meant. Yes. Uh, So the first one doesn't really have a lot of, like... Uh, Hellraiser himself, the Cenobite, uh, but it features more of this guy who found the box and went into the Hell Realm and he came back, but he has no skin because they did something to him. So he ends up, like, he used to fuck around with this lady who happens to have been married, so he kills his brother and steals his skin. And that's what he says to the daughter, like, come to daddy. Like, he's trying to, like, he's being really weird and creepy because... Sounds hot. Yeah, he's been to hell. And so then, like, they open the box and the box pulls them back. It's like you can't escape. Why are they us. stealing my move? <laughs> the come to daddy move? Well, well the we're... cutting off somebody's skin, putting their skin on, and then going to their young daughter's come to daddy. Jesus. I mean, it's. It it's might... like that episode of Seinfeld with the reach over. Yeah, that's my move, you <laughs> son of a bitch! <laughs> he stopped short. <laughs> <laughs> he stopped short of whipping her with chains! He had salt in that whip! That was my move! I flayed her open like a goddamn kumquat. Anyway, <laughs> I'd like to picture I'd like to picture George Costanza as a Cenobite now, as a cheese-eating Cenobite with like wrapped in leather. Okay. Because she's killing me, Jerry. She just won't solve the fucking box. On that note. <laughs> On that note, so Mamma Mia. (laughs) So Mamma Mia. We haven't even got to the start of this. I love it. Uh, We start off, these are... I really hate movies. Mamma Mia is a story about Pierce Brosnan finding out that the woman that he's... The very young girl he's having an affair with is actually his daughter. That would be interesting. (laughs) That would be interesting. Not... Oh, wait, no, that's that's old boy. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, is that, did I ruin Old Boy? Has anybody not seen that movie yet? And then he tries to forget through hypnotism, but he can't because it doesn't work. So he's stuck with the memory. Uh, I was going to go with the newer movie where he goes back in. Oh, oh did he have the original? I think he has. What the fuck? You haven't seen Old Boy? Watch every version of it. They're all good. I mean, the original's superior, obviously, but... Uh, yes and no. I, th- I th- say they both have their... 
They're things. The remake is fucking wonderful. Don't get me wrong. It's a fucking great story. I mean, you know what really impresses me is in the original is that the guy actually eats the octopus live, and he's a vegetarian, but he's such a method actor, he's like, I will do this. Because that's kind of the insanity we get. Well, we won't be covering old boy, because <laughs> it's just, that'd be like covering Star Wars or something. Like, why? Did I do we'll, the manga? We'll discuss Star Wars. I thought Wars, I did the manga. Uh, yes, one of us. I know you did. One of us. Yeah, definitely one of us. But anyway, so we have this girl. So Amanda Seyfried plays Sophie. Uh, she arrives on this Greek island, which we find out eventually that that's where her mom owns a hotel. And, uh, I still turns- just have Dancing Queen stuck in my fucking head this entire episode. I want you all to know that part of the reason I can't come up with anything I'm, like, why I can't think, literally in the back of my head, she's Dancing Queen, just over and over. That shit just, just over and over and over and over and over. Take a chance, 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 take a chance. Come on. Nope. No? Okay. Dancing Queen oh, pushes well. it all out. All right. Look at this. Top billing is Amanda Seyfried. Really? Really? You're going to tell me that she it got better, first, higher? It says first build. It's okay. Just, you know. So, um, for those of you who don't know, who, who, who do you want to talk about first? Actually, let's just go through the whole cast because no. it's very interesting. Let's talk about how fucking awful Sophie is as a person. She's fucking horrible. Played by Amanda Seyfried. Right. So for she those has... those of you playing at home and don't know who the fuck that is, uh, I don't know what the fuck you yeah, know Yeah, she was from. the cassette in Les Mis. That's not gonna help. Nobody, the, nobody that has. If somebody's seen Les Mis, they've probably seen this. Well, she was Karen in Mean Girls, obviously. There we go. I'm just, she's gonna have something people know. She has something that we would know. That's it's not something anyone else would know. A lot of other people would look at this. And go, yes, I am. Ted Two, Samantha. Does that help anybody? I've, anybody remember what Ted Two was about? I barely remember what Ted One was about, other than eighty stuff was fucking red, yo. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Basically. Uh, um, um, so, so yeah, Sophie is awful. Chloe! She was Chloe. And Chloe. Right. So, Sophie... We did that movie, didn't we? No, we didn't. I thought we did with Julianne Moore and Liam Neeson. I thought mm. we did this. Unless you did it. Did I? You might have. I don't. I know we as... Uh, it wasn't a joint, certainly. It might have... I could see that being on the on the list. So Sophie, she's getting married the next day, and she has... Well, it starts out three months prior right, to her she, sending she, letters. She throws in three letters to three different guys. With real addresses in the movie. I feel like writing to the addresses to see what happens. Hello, thank I you I have some for... international stamps. It's like, <laughs> I can make this interesting. <laughs> if we'd had more time, I would have. Anyway. Anyway. So she she is getting married. Oh God! Why did I send wedding invitations there for real? Uh, man, I don't know. <laughs> Actual wedding invitation. You know what'd be fucking hilarious is if like one of the actors or like the producer or somebody has fun and like has it set up so if anybody actually does send something like they show up or they send up gift or they something. send you like a glamour shot or something goofy like simple but you're like okay, that would be funny. That'd be great. Dear Hollywood, uh, stop molesting children for five minutes and be entertaining and interesting. Do cool, random things that people don't expect like that. Anywho. (sighs) Oh, wait, they'd have to stop molesting children long enough to do that. They would. I guess they did have to take a break. 
so, doesn't have his plane anymore. So, so she, she the movie actually starts with her arriving on the island. She meets up with her British friend. She's the only American. Her and Meryl Streep, for some reason, in spite of the fact she probably grew up around here because she's marrying a British guy. All so the she, main actors and actresses are not Greek, and it takes place in Greece. Right. They're they're clearly all invaders who are saying Greece, fuck you, and you poor people. They put the Greek people to work. Yeah. And treat them as slaves. Yeah. <laughs> they give them dance. You, for their you, pleasure. you swarthy gentlemen. Work hard and sweaty for mummy. <laughs> and he's just like, why is this old lady goggling me? Why? So, yes. But we are so poor and Greek. She's getting married tomorrow. Yep, tomorrow. That's where this all starts. Well, basically starts, for real. Yes. It turns out she doesn't know who her dad is, so she's getting married. She's an adult, but she wants her dad to be there. But she read her mom's diary. See, her mom never told her who her dad was, just that he had to leave and he was gone and it's okay. And apparently her mom, in spite of working at a shitty hotel, which is struggling and barely gets by, never hit him up for fucking child support, whoever it was. No, she's an independent woman. Yep. Well, she's a strong, independent woman. She needs to get fucked a lot. She needs to get broad, hard, over the side. Uh, as we find out from the dance number, Honey Honey. Right. I believe that's the name of it, but I don't really care to look it up. No, no, it is. Uh, she's reading through her mom's diary, and her mom is basically a fucking slut. And she even says, don't Three worry. guys in one fucking summer? Raw. In one... Raw in a summer. Not yeah, just... Yeah, well, it's also what? Like, 70s Greece when this is supposed to take place, when they, they were going at they're it? Like, they're like, it's Greece. STDs haven't made it over here yet. And it was the 70s, 60s, whatever. Right. Whatever it Late is. Late 60s, early 70s. That's where they claim this took place, I guess. Sure. Well, they, they kind of get confused in timelines because the movie kind of takes place at sort of modern times when the movie was made, but right. not. But all the guys, like when she remembers them. And None she of them have cell phones or pagers or anything. Right. It's it's a very vague magical realism. Yeah. That, that's part but of they the... all they all cue back to the time in the 70s, like when they dance later, because they put on their outfits from when they were young. Right. All it's of like, them. okay, so we have something that's establishing a timeline to some extent. 70s. So apparently this girl's like 30. <laughs> so I will say, not a lot of people were using rubbers in the 70s. I'll grant you. But I'll say, she also is, like, her friend calls her a slut. So? That was just... I'm just saying. Jabbing. Yeah, they, like they were any better. No, they're not. But they're yeah. saying they're saying that they know they are sluts and aren't. I'm just saying that three guys in one month is not a slut make. Especially since she didn't really do much other than this one summer of getting over. What's his Apparently. name? Apparently. Like, it sounds like she's supposed to be wild, but it's like, but you haven't had a guy since, pretty much? Like, you're not that wild. Yeah, she was just, you know, trying to get over one cowboy by riding some other ones. Right, and then then she decided to become a chase nun, essentially, while she <laughs> raised her daughter. Apparently. Right. So she's reading her mom's diary going, oh, and dot, dot, dot. And every time they said it, I wanted the last dot of that phrase to be a gunshot one of her friends fell over dead. Was this TikTok? It's, I don't know, maybe? <laughs> Is that a thing? That kind of. They do that with, um, what was that song? It doesn't matter. There's a song where it's like, yeah, and, then, and there's another copy with gunshots, and people were all doing it for a while. That's the kind of shit TikTok would do. It's very much a TikTok thing. Okay. Anyway, you don't need to go on there. Don't worry. You're not missing no, anything. I've, You're I actually know. missing some entertaining things if you can get through all the filth. Mechanic Link. 
Guy's awesome. Alrighty. He's a really good mechanic who also does cosplay. Ah. And um, figure skating. Well, there you go. Because why not? If you if any of you want to go onto TikTok, you can skip like 99% of it. Just find Mechanic Link. You're good to go. You can find some other entertaining stuff after this, I guess, but just stick with him. So anyway, so, but after revealing this to her friend, she's like, my mom doesn't know who it is. So I invite all three of them because apparently her mom wrote down all three names. And thank God they're so unique that she could find only three guys. I like how not only do they have names, she found their addresses somehow. Well, because it's like Bill Smith, uh, Sam. Was their address in the diary? Where did she get the addresses from? Yeah, like listen to Sam Carmichael, that's Pierce Brosnan, right? Uh, Come on, where are you, you son of a bitch? (laughs) No one has the names proper, so I have to keep like searching all up and down for everything. Oh, you fucker. Anyways, the the songs are, um, well, let's just move past the song. Bill Anderson is Skarsgård. Yes. Bill like, Anderson? These are the most generic fucking names. And what I love about Bill Anderson is, like, here's this Dutch guy, and you're like, yeah, Bill, we'll call him Bill. Real quick, let's talk about who plays these three men. We know Pierce Brosnan, because we keep talking about him. We do keep mentioning. So, but, uh, Bill, you want to talk about Bill? Bill is played by Stalin Skarsgård. Which I never know if I'm saying his name right or not. Please tell me you know. No, oh, yeah, Mister. He's probably. If best. you're playing at home, he, he's he's known from everything. He was the guy in Thor who runs around naked after the dimensional conflux in Thor Two. He's like, ah, dimensional conflux or whatever. Repetition and goodwill hunting. Well, yeah. He got killed by that. Uh, speaking of whores and nymphomaniac. I never saw that. So you're not missing anything. I didn't figure. Hey, he was in Amistad. There you go. He was in a lot of things. He was also... He did uh, good movies at one time. He was the bad guy in Ronin. Oh, yeah. The one that betrays them. Oh, wow. The Russian asset or whatever. I need to rewatch that. It's been a while. Ronin's fucking It's been great. too long. It's been too long. Plus, uh, I can show it to Ness. Let me think what else is... This? He's, his fucking list of things is We don't need huge. to go over his entire Oh, dude. I could do a whole episode just talking about him. He's fucking great. He's one of my favorite actors. Uh, Yeah, Avengers, Avengers, blah, 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 Thor... I mean, he's no Mads Mikkelsen, but, you know. He's probably better than Mads. Well, Mads is fucking amazing. They're both good. They both have their they both have their talents. That's the thing. Is You know what to use he them for. He Beowulf and Grendel. <laughs> the poor oh, bastard. God. Fuck, I haven't thought about that movie in ever. We're talking about bad CG. Which was partially the point, but... Uh. Ronan Gregor. You know the, the funniest name. part about uh, Beowulf and Grendel was uh, Jolie bitch talking about how embarrassed she was to do like the the nude scenes of of uh, Grendel's mother or whatever, and it came out that like actually they had a body double for her that did the CG for like the nude stuff. It was just her head. You're talking about Hollywood people fucking lying. Yeah, kind of like Nicolas Cage going, oh, "I totally got in shape for Ghost Rider." No, you fucking didn't. You whack job. That was CG abs. You conk. Ah. I don't care. Just stop lying. Speaking of uh, that kind of lying, that there is one TikTok I saw that was entertaining. It was a Hollywood surgeon mm. doing a little what dancing, whatever. Basically, like all these celebrities uh, giving you know work on all these celebrities, then they give all their credit to their personal trainer on the red carpet. How did you get in such great shape? 
fucking liars. Why are you always lying? <laughs> Why are you always lie? That song is so wonderful because it's bad in the perfect ways. That guy, I, I'm so happy he made that song. Yes. It makes it makes me smile. It sums up, and it's it's the perfect reaction. For it needs it's it's horrible in just the right way. This fucking I know he didn't do it on purpose, but that was what made part of the magic. Like, how do you make something so terrible on accident? It's the only way you can. You can't do it purposely. You could never do that purposely. People try, and they always fail because you can. No, that's tell. when you get Numa Numa Two. Right. When he tries to do more stuff, and you're like, dude. No, just live with the live with the moment that you had. Yeah. Well, because what makes bad things like work so well is like there's a certain earnestness behind it, and a certain attempt, and you know that they didn't make it, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. They're, they're still trying, and something about that is is endearing to a certain level. Oh no, I definitely got a co- a clip of that song as a video that I can post on almost any. It's a um, webm format, so it goes on almost any website. That way, I yeah. can post it for people like. Because, oh, Mwah! Hollywood, you will never compete. Right. <laughs> so all three guys show up on, on Skarsgård's boat because he has a boat. And they, oh, they we didn't talk about the, the third guy. Oh, Harry Bright by Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Yep. Uh. And, and because he plays a British ponce in this, he's gay. Yeah. But you know, I, I that was comes just out thinking, at the very end. There's I was like, making joke, Kingsman's joke the whole time we were watching this. As you should. That would be appropriate. Because <laughs> that's all I could think of, too. Like, he's done that so well. I think all of his movies are just him being a British, like... A British guy? A British... Uptight? Uptight. Uh, words are just escaping me, but yes. Like, either either like ponce? a... Down as... Yeah, Ponce, a poofter a little bit. Uh, just a, a slightly out-of-place nobleman. That's kind of his thing. I mean, even the King's Speech. Why'd they bring him back for Kingsman the Golden Circle? Because no one really likes the guy who plays Eggsy that much. Let him be dead. You know who the best guy was and they killed him off as the guy who played Merlin, whose name always escapes me. Fucking wonderful. That was a great role. Well, he does good work. They kill him, but they don't kill fucking... Because, like, he does... He does... uh, He's obviously the villain in Shazam. He was the brother in the Brothers Grimsby, the actual talented one. He makes I wonder how often serious. he's played Bill. Talking of Colin Firth, because he was Phil, he was a Bill in uh, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Soldier Spy, which is a great fucking movie, by the way. I'm I'm curious now. Ben Henry. I'm just going through. Ooh, a Wilhelm, Wilhelm. Yeah, almost Donovan almost. William Shakespeare. That's a Bill. Oh oh he would oh then the Black Adder. Oh my god, I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> I need to finish that. I have a hard time watching the Black Adder stuff because the early stuff all has horses and that sets the dogs off. Drives them nuts. Yeah, not too many bills. Well, that's a shame. I kind of see them doing David, Donald, Reggie, Harry. (laughs) Reggie. Reggie Turner. That's a name for a guy like like Colin Firth. Like, it's Reggie over here. Hello. May I I be of (laughs) service to you? Yes. He's a bit of a character actor, isn't he? Reggie. Yes, would, Stuck in his would, role. Would you like to buy a hot dog from my cot? He played a Frank. Laysville. He played a Frank. Now I am picturing him as a hot dog cart vendor in New York. Like, like sir, 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 would you prefer to have that Chicago style? 
Or do you prefer perhaps Billy? So I just want everybody would you like to like a, a chili dog. I want everybody to will. stop and imagine Colin Firth, British Ponce fuck. Yeah. Uh Stalin Skarsgård as um an old a adventurer who's who's past his prime a little and Pierce Brosnan post-bond uh not quite chubby but he's not bond. He's definitely. He, he didn't do well in his seventies outfit at the end. His little like yeah. whatever thing. It's like oh, nice well, girdle sticking out is, there, buddy. This is just a couple years after the Matador. So and even then he was in still pretty good shape. He was in good shape for a lot of his movies, and this one he wore he wore a girdle at the end with the, this little yeah, open he, vest, whatever. He cashed up. Was like yeah, fuck you. I'm getting paid. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna sing like a howl of money getting sodomized. <laughs> Imagine these three running around trying to act like they don't know each other, but they're good friends all of a sudden out of right. nowhere. They're best friends. They're like, hey, I feel like we have a connection. Oh, that's right. It was the pussy we were banging. Huh, that's weird. This woman that none of us thought we'd ever see again, that we all had affairs with, invited us to their daughter's wedding about 20 years after we fucked her. I have no idea why we've been invited. None whatsoever. Probably because she's horny. Until she shows up, until they see the daughter like the third time, and they're all doing a dance number, and she meets with them individually. And they're just like, and they're just like, wait, what am I doing here? I don't know. I just want my dad to give me away. Who's your dad? You are. I don't know. Oh. Wait, how old are you? 20. Oh. oh my god, I just re- my brain only works during the musical numbers so I can do the math. Oh shit. Oh no. Now. Let's let's uh, go to certain musical numbers cuz her mom eventually finds out while the mom finds out they're there immediately even though right. they're trying to, she tries to hide it a little bit. And she's bit. just like, "Oh my god, free dick." Who and her mom immediately goes, "Oh god, dick." Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't joking. <laughs> He's not. Literally, she's just like, ooh, get some of that Pierce Brosnan dick again. She's like, oh, I yeah. feel something I haven't felt in like 20 years. Now, if you remember from the thing when she describes Sam fucking her, it nearly fucking killed her. So apparently Pierce Brosnan is packing a large fucking dick, and he's pounding it so hard that she barely fucking survives. So I don't know what she's going to do at this age. Hopefully he settled down. Maybe he slowed down. She's like, hey, you know, he's older. He doesn't have the endurance. Maybe he doesn't have the strength. He can't. He can't stroke as deep. He won't puncture my cervix like an anime <laughs> character, and I won't pass out. <laughs> it won't be like those internal shots. He's up there the beating my liver to death with the head of it. Jesus. <laughs> he removed my gallbladder last time, so maybe that won't happen. Thank God. There's another TikTok. There's a guy that works in some kind of, like, science department of something. God only knows. Where they have a bunch of cadavers that doctors learn on. Nice. So he's just showing cadaver parts and shit all the time and talking about them. I don't remember the username. I'll look it up later. But, yeah. That one's interesting. And that's where I learned that the liver is much larger than you learn about it in school. You learn, you know, you remember the skeleton thing and had some of the stuff in there? Kind of, That yeah. didn't fucking give anything justice. It doesn't it, give you a scale. Seeing it for real in a person changes everything. You're like, whoa, that liver is huge and it's up front. Why does nobody ever think of the liver as being up front? How do people not think of the liver being up front? I don't know. But I, yeah. was, I was thinking of the kidneys being in back, yeah. normal, you know. 
I kind of like a positional thing. The gallbladder is the one I never quite know where it is. Like it's always just kind of like, <laughs> like, like, like you know how you see those it's diagrams. So small, who cares? It's like the diagrams. Like here's the cloud. That's how I think of the gallbladder. Oh I just picture God. just a thing, and I'm like, it's in the body. It's right in the. You know what advice middle-ish. I give to everybody that tells me they're in computer science? Take some networking classes. It's helpful to actually understand how packets go from one computer to another if you're going to program things. Nobody ever listens to me. That's okay. <laughs> and then nothing works on the internet. Well, they, they'll, they'll figure it out when the network guys are yelling at them. No, they won't. You know they won't. No, but they'll at least be, they'll at least be yelled at by the network guys then. Then you get people that make things like Uber and Lyft and go, well, the problem is you had poor connectivity issues. Really? Over a cell network, you think, that we got some connectivity issues? Thanks. You would have seen that one coming. You mean it's not like working on the Wi-Fi inside the office you made this program? Weird. Packets might get dropped in transit Hmm. when going over Hmm. cell networks? I've never heard of such a thing. If only there was a protocol that handled retransmission and confirmation of delivery. Nope, nope. There's nothing that does anything like that. This. Unfortunately, we're stuck. You should just have the app completely fuck itself and or assume that the packet got to its destination and just continue to act in that manner. Same with the servers. Have the servers also do this. So yeah, she tells all the guys that they're her dad because she doesn't know. And this is 2008. Who's heard of a DNA test? Not Mari Povich. <laughs> the, it was 99 when the, the, the uh, thing When the right. musical, right. But this Stick is with the musical. Don't, I, don't push it into the 2000s too much. No, because they talk about the internet for the... Don't talk about... No, no, It's no. not my fault. If they Pull hadn't brought it up... Back. If they hadn't brought it up, I might have forgiven them. But they were like, oh, we're going to bring up a website to advertise this hotel and maybe You're not going to get business. a fraternity test by tomorrow. Well, no, but she shouldn't have waited till the last fucking minute, the yeah, dumb well, she's bent. Not, she's not very smart. As no, of course, out. she's dumb as a fucking rock. She's like, hmm, I want my dad to give me, I feel like something missing. So I waited till my wedding day to meet my daddy. Ba 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 ba. Jesus Christ, just become a stripper like everyone else with daddy issues, you fucking empty-headed cunt. So let's, let's talk about the three guys and what happens to all three of them real quick. Sure. First off, because nobody gives a shit what happens in the ends. Pierce Brosnan gets back with... Uh, Mel Street. Mel Street. Bill gets with... Or not Bill, uh, Sam gets back with her. Right? Because they're deeply in love. Yeah. Like... Well, because he left to get like like he was engaged when he met her. Right, they had their affair, and he went back to his what his engaged his fiance and went, "I can't marry you. I love another woman." And he came back and found that she was gallivanting around with another man, and went, "Well, fuck that," and then married the the first woman anyways. Yep, but don't worry, they got divorced because yeah, even though he's got a couple kids too, we never meet. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that. We don't need to meet him. Hey, hey, he had to do something in between, you know, after the whole fiasco of Mrs. Doubtfire. We could meet them in the sequel, because there's a sequel. And yes. we might do it one of these days. We'll oh, see. God. They came out just last year. Well, actually, now two years coming up. But either way, it was, yeah. There was a thing. Because this it, made, like, This movie is giving us more to discuss than you ever would have imagined. No, by far. Uh... <laughs> But yeah, like uh, I said, Colin Firth's character—he's like, he's like, you're the only woman I ever loved uh, because I'm gay. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I love men now, and he's like, yeah. looks at some Greek dude like, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which allows Meryl Streep to be like, yeah, I'm so good. I got a gay guy to fuck me. That's how good I am. He had to try out this strange. Yeah, and uh, Stalin, Bill. Yeah, Scar- Skarsgård. Stalin. Yeah, Stalin. Stalin. <laughs> <laughs> Bill. Uh, he ends Billy up with boy. one of the uh, the one of the women 
friends because her friends show up. Did we talk about them? Yeah, a little bit. Well, let's see. There's which I don't think we talked about who taught who played them. Um, well, there's Christine Baranski, who I recognize. She was she had a bit part in one episode of Frasier where she pays the the Harridan that, counselor. That's what you know her from. That's what I know her from. She was in Chicago. She is. She's very good at playing like the bitchy mom. That's kind of her thing. Is like the very snooty, snotty, uptight. Uh, like middle class, Odd couple sophisticate. She was in a couple of Third Rock from the Suns. If you give a shit, Cruel Intentions. No, I gotta find something. She's pretty funny, and she knows her part. She knows the way she plays, mm-hmm. which is, which is good. But she, she kind of plays not to her general type. If you're familiar with her at all, because she plays like the heavy drinking, like I just want to get fucked. And she has the whole song bit. Where just... She's got the three husbands that she marries men for their money kind of thing. She, yeah. They joke about her implants because the third husband paid for them. Ha 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 ha. What's interesting is they actually have this whole song and dance number about um, it's a rich man's world. Yeah. Where basically um, Meryl Streep's character is like, if I just married a rich man, I could do what I want. This place, I'd... so on and so forth. Maybe I wouldn't be so poor. Watching this at the dinner theater... Which, for those of you who've never been to a dinner theater, um, basically the actors will serve you food as waiters and such, and then you eat, and then they do the play. And then intermission, they come out and they serve, like, dessert and stuff, and they go back to playing. And it's supposed to be funny or something. I don't know, entertaining. Whatever. It's, it's a small production play version of whatever. They changed that song and took out all of the, the Rich Man's World part, all of the I Could Accomplish Things... It made it more of like a woman power song, like, you know, if it's a rich man's world because men are evil or something, just something. They didn't go too crazy, but they kind of, all the subtext of, if I just found a rich man, God. And I'm watching the movie like, the fuck, this is completely fucking different than what we just watched. This makes sense. I thought this was just added fluff. Oh, okay. This actually plays into what they were doing. Okay, okay. Most of these things actually make sense in the movie. In the play, they change things here and there because they're trying. It's bolder, and they got to be fucking woke about shit. You're just like, ah. well, and thing, it just comes off as what the fuck is this? The thing about Boulder is they don't like to admit that they're a bunch of rich hippies, so they try to they try to downplay it, be like, oh, I'm totally. Oh Jesus Christ, fucking Boulders! I, I love them. For so those much. of you who want the epitome of the um, the white person speaking for the black people for their and you know what I mean, right? Like. Oh, I'll talk and use my privilege. And it's like, shut up, bitch. Nobody wants you to talk for them. Yeah, that's Boulder. They're, they, they pretend that they're all woke and they pretend they're left, but really they love capitalism because it made them rich. And they like government because they can control property values and yes. things like that by refusing to allow people yes, to build. Yes, but they hate, but they, but they love communism when it comes to, you know, bills and stuff. They're well, like the banks. It's cheap, it's cheap to say, I love communism, and then do nothing about it. Exactly. Especially if you're not going to actually give money or... The word is hypocrite. Yes. <laughs> Boulder is the epitome of it. We've called it the People's Republic as a, for a long time because they love all of the ideas of communism, but they won't live them themselves. They want all of us to be forced into it. Yeah, all of you first. You first against the wall, then we'll follow. Yeah, we eh, swear. Maybe, maybe. 
Anyway. Uh, fucking Boulder. Doesn't matter. Beautiful city, though. I do love going up there and seeing the flat irons and stuff. It's just the fucking people. Does, doesn't matter. Uh, oh, and the homeless people are richer than you. <clears throat> yeah. I wish that was a joke. So, yeah, they have their, their tearful love scene. They have a little bit of, like, the, the argument with the mom where she kind of is being like a bit of a controlling bitch where she's kind of like, oh, you don't want to get married to this guy. And I honestly was surprised they didn't make the uh, guy out to be an asshole in some way. Like, like, a, like a real, like, he turns out he's a cheater or something and mom was right. They don't do that, which I... No, no, that wasn't the point. No, it wasn't. I, but again, that that's a very common beat in things like this where... Where you have an event like a wedding or a romance or something, and then it turns out that even though there's conflict between two characters, it turns out that the love interest or someone they're they're de- they're set to get married is actually an asshole. It doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman. It's typically here's this person I'm set up to be married. By the end of the film, I can be married. So that they went through with that. It's a. I was a little surprised. What can I say? Um, real quick. Side oh note. yeah, that's where I, I was like, I've seen this guy's face. Lucifer. Not that wasn't him. I thought you were looking. No, 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 no. I'm looking this up for a reason. Uh, Speaking of the dinner theater thing, this was hilarious. The whole time I couldn't take anything seriously. Yeah. Because um, Dan Espinoza, detective douchebag, anybody that watches Lucifer. Okay. um, Is played by Kevin Alejandro, and the guy in the play that we watched that was playing, um, not Bill uh, Harry's part, had. The worst British accent you've ever heard. The worst. Worse than mine. And I'm bad. You all, I've done impressions on the show once in a while just so you can hear how bad I am and you've heard all... But no. No, 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 no. And he looked exactly like Kevin Alejandro from fucking Detective Douchebag. And all I could think is he's dancing around singing is, It's Detective Douchebag! On a, on a, on a scale... How close to, say, Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins was it? What? Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins? His British accent was pretty fucking bad. Oh, I don't remember how bad that was. It, it was it was bad. Oh. Was he going for the Cockney, or was he at least giving it a little more... He's going for the prim and proper. Okay. Oh, but it was... Uh, I can't imitate it. He was a... Me trying to imitate it is going to sound like me trying to swallow a frog while doing an Australian accent. <laughs> So oh wait! So a French accent? No, uh, let me let me actually. I can I can do an Australian accent quite well. Hey, birds! No. No. <laughs> Too soon? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Fucking it. Anyways. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Oi! It burns! <laughs> Cut your earth harness. Drop out of the flames, mate. Get out of here! <laughs> uh, I'm serious, though. If anybody wants to... If any millionaires listen to us, want to sponsor, I'd be more than glad to go over there and volunteer to fight fires. <laughs> but uh, I don't think we have any. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, Fosters, if you need help, let us know. Oh, they got, what, 8,000 fires going on right now? We do have a few. Uh, I would love to go over there and help. I don't have money for an international flight. Literally, I don't have the money. 
Not like, oh, I can't afford that right now. I don't... <laughs> there are a few charities that are probably right. receiving a few bucks here. Yeah, I just don't... I don't know which ones... Everyone's like, well, you should try. And here's some good ones. And it's like Red Cross. And I'm like, yeah, Red Cross is okay, but... I don't know. I haven't gone through them to find a good one where it's like, this will help get rid of fires over there. Yeah. Have you heard of the Prime Minister? No. Cut funding to uh, firefighters and then ran off to Hawaii for vacation. Yeah. You're not too popular over there right now. Uh, Not doing so well. Turns out people don't like it when you cut funding from the biggest problem they're facing and then run off on vacation. Dear Mr. President, whoever you may be, at any time in given history. Stop going on vacation when bad shit happens. It looks bad. Oh wait, bad shit's always happening. I guess you can't go on vacation when you're president. No, but disasters particularly are tend to be the kind of ones... That's a good reason to stop being on vacation. Yeah. That's a good reason to come back and do your job. Even Mm. just just show up and hand out a couple bottles of water. Maybe put the sandwich back into the fucking... Hand it back to your guy and just take the cart back in and at least put up a show of, like, I'm doing something. You know, just saying. Go through the motions, pretend to care. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is not directed at Trump specifically because most of our presidents are shitbags that do that. All of them have yeah. been for a while. I'm going to sit here and read this children's book. Surely the nation doesn't need to be addressed during this time of crisis. I kind of get, because he didn't know we were under attack the first time. The second time, I don't know why he kept doing it. At that point, it's like, dude, you know we're under... If the, the second lean-in, it's like, why are you still reading? Why are they letting you? Why aren't you on a plane already? I, I didn't want to scare the kids. It's like, oh, well, well that's good. The, the, those 20 children are super happy. Yeah. It is tradition, Roxas. That is a tradition. They're like, well, fuck it. Fuck you, commoners. I'm in charge. <laughs> I can go get my dick wet. Oh, we should, we should, any last thoughts on this? We need to wrap it up. I know there's plenty more to discuss, but we have been discussing this thing for 53 minutes now. Oh, well, shit. we did go off on tangents wow, a lot, but still. A little bit. This movie. That's what we do. Was, I'm surprised we managed to find that much. I'm actually not, but I am. We found, but I'm not. We found plenty of other things to talk about. Let us do some ease mails. Let us do exactly that. Now I got Rich Man's World stuck in my head. I guess that's better. Something different for a minute. Original Star Trek theme will get any song out of your head. Do you know the lyrics to the original Star Trek theme? Who the fuck knows the lyrics? Nobody. I don't know if there are lyrics. I think there, you're making that no, shit there, up. No, there are. Because, you see, Gene Roddenberry wrote lyrics so he could get credit for, credit for as a co-writer. And so he could keep some of the uh, funds out of the guy who actually wrote the theme song's hands. Because Gene Roddenberry has many things, but he's also kind of a dick. <laughs> kind of. Just maybe. Anyways. Uh, art into Ugg, Honey Badger? Sure. So, well-told questions why people pay artists to draw dozen of anime characters. Uh, well, the answer is sometimes they come out looking like this and they don't know what they're doing. Fucking burrito-shaped tits on their chest. Jesus Christ. What is going on That here? That's not even burrito-shaped. That's literally like, literally water balloon titties. Okay, no, no, no. No, let's move past the titties and go, why is that guy's penis got, like, sprouting from him? It is not... Attached as a penis does, where the skin just flows from the abdomen and the legs and everything else in the groin region into the penis, it is coming out of 
him as a separate, different shading and everything. That's not just a trick of. No, tell me I, there's not something. A, that's an artistic choice. Clearly, what do, it's a dog penis or no, something. What they're saying is that the man attached to it doesn't matter. He's literally just background detail, just the same as like a. Then why table. they spend so much time on his apps? Well, you know, he's got to be fit. You know, she wouldn't just fuck anybody. Clearly. The anatomics of his abs are actually pretty close. What I find, what I find funny, versus what is going on with her in the various. Why is her head off to one side? Because it was drawn before. It's also not the right size to her body. Well, I mean, nothing's the right size. No, everything's wrong. But I also like how they clearly spent a lot of time drawing detailed penis. And then they have, like, the random sensor bars. All it's the like, veins and stuff. Well, you got to put sensor bars over certain things. Because yeah, but that many, Jesus. You might as well just draw, like, a black box and be like, there you go. They may have done that as a joke. Like, Maybe. adding extras as... Anyway. So that's that email. It was. Just... I don't understand sensor bars like that. Yeah, it's... I mean, I know it's meeting some certain local laws for Japan in places, Well, it's but... kind of like, for a while, like, we, we've talked about this before, where porn had to have a plot, because you basically had to argue that it was part of the art was the sex, not not just it was just well, pure sex. Well, it's covered under First Amendment, then, because it's art, as opposed to being just straight pornography, because the Supreme Court ruling. I can tell the difference. Yeah. Thank uh, you, Judge, whatever the fuck I'll his know name it was. When I, I yeah, know it when I see it. Yeah, that's yeah. Abs- that's the difference between obscenity and art. I know. It Thank you see for it. that wonderful legal definition, you cunt. That's so rock solid, you could almost pin a marshmallow peep to it, <laughs> and then watch it fall down. Fucking a. Uh, cross. Oh, oh this is cross bolts. That's just that thing. Sometimes the Supreme Court. They are some funny fucking animals, aren't they? Let me ask you a question here. If there were any Supreme Court justice at all giving a course and you could attend would you attend it regardless oh, yes. of what regardless of whether you agree with their opinions or in not? a heartbeat yeah that's kind of my thought too because there was oh god what's his name i don't care if it's fucking cavanhod still attend and and i hate that asshole right right that's that's fair but but my point no, is, and for those of you to clarify i don't hate him because i believe any of the stuff against him i think it was well too ill-timed i'm not saying i disbelieve i just hate him because of the way he rules his history is shit. Which particular, like, is it? I don't, I just looked over some of it and I just kind of go, what the fuck? But no, I can't really give you very many specifics at the moment. I wasn't ready for this. I don't remember. Fair enough. <laughs> no, the only reason I ask is because uh, Clarence Thomas was doing a, was uh, up to do a course at a particular university and there was a bunch of protest about it that they wouldn't do it or wouldn't go to it. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh, and that's the thing is like I again of course they are because fucking protest everybody that's not super fucking left because fuck everybody well and that's the thing like I said like there are a lot of justices I absolutely wouldn't agree with but if I had a chance to sit down and talk to them about anything that's particularly law I'd be fascinated just just to kind of hear their, their general thoughts could you like, imagine a course from Ginsburg or something absolutely that'd be fascinating fucking because again even though I don't agree with all of her politics I it Hearing how someone thinks at the very top of the legal profession, literally from from a point where their rulings make law of the land, it's like I'd like just like to hear. Seeing as if you actually pay attention to history and know anything about U.S. law, 
or politics or anything, you understand that a Supreme Court justice has more of an influence over this country than any other position. It's very slow, uh, slow influence, though. That's doesn't the thing. matter. Well, I'm not, sa- I'm not saying it's bad. I'm their just saying... influence over the country overall, totality, is greater than any other... Pre- no but, president ever controls the country as much as the Supreme Court. Mm, uh, yes and no. I'd say, like I said, in the, in the longer term, because, the, because they visit the actual law. And that's, that's where it's... It's an underrated. It is not. It's underrated only when people aren't thinking about it. <laughs> it takes the entire Senate and a president to back it, and all of the states to ratify it to change the Constitution. Correct. Generally, yeah. It takes a handful of judges, one ruling to change the definition of the Constitution. You went from hundreds, if not thousands, of people to seven? Less than that? Because it didn't always be... What was the original number? I can't remember. I think they changed it once. Either way. It's been a long time since I studied this stuff. I don't remember. Moving on. But yeah. They're not always all there, either. That just just stuck out to me. And again, I just wanted to kind of get your uh, thoughts. Craigslist or die, honey badger? Yep. This will probably be our Real. I drove to Vermont. Hooray! Not today. <clears throat> it says today, but that was a while ago. Yep, so while they were stuck on the side of the road, because fans fucking suck, and goddamn snow, they found some Craigslist. Oh boy, and Activity Craigslist... Activity partner from the North Shore. Cork Soaker. M4M. Amateur huh. Cork Soaker, host at midnight. He's just talking about sucking dick. Host at lunchtime. I don't know where you're reading midnight. I don't... Dyslexic sometimes. <laughs> Leave me alone. You're like, I completely confused different times of days. Uh, got a cork that needs soaking. My skills are solid. Just seeking some practice subjects. Good corks are so hard. Too fine sometimes. Can soak it whatever way you prefer. Host during weekdays, lunch times. Tell me about yourself and your soaking needs. Discretion included. What the fuck is he talking about? Dick sucking. Okay. He wants okay. to suck some dick. Oh, okay. I, Sorry, cork. Uh huh. Okay, I get. I get. It. It's just a vague. Is it to kind of just bypass the general no nos on filtering? Yep. Uh huh. That's pretty lazy, but I love it. Uh, you want to do one more? Well, no. There's another Craigslist below that same one. Was there? Yes, a bald bastard trying to get his wife back. Plymouth. Bald bastard. Well, there's a number of these. Winning his wife back. Not sure exactly where things went wrong, but I am so lonely without you. You walked out at me and really appear to hate me. Not sure what to do. Maybe go to the fucking gym, lose some weight? No, 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 no. Randomly post on Craigslist. Anyway, hope you reads this and at least think about me. Love you, Brooke! Did you see update, the update? Thank you for the quickie by the mail and behind the bag that we could work on things! Anyway. The Enchanter does love the caps lock, <laughs> <I> apparently. <do>. New <sighs> Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah, what's this? <laughs> the, the Shire of the Hump. Ooh. Oh, it's Gandalf. He's back. He's back to New Hampshire. Reiki oh. massage for women. Nashua. <laughs> Reiki massage. Isn't Reiki one of those touchless massages? Like, they just do, like, the... They just wave their fingers over you. Isn't that the whole point? It's a, it's a hands-off kind of thing. Um... I don't remember. So it's a, a Reiki yes. master. 
advertising. They're very good at massage, but not a certified massage well, I don't therapist. know if they have to specifically not touch you, but it's it's supposed to be energy-based. <laughs> it is all caps. Uh, Rox is asked if all caps paragraphs above or under ellipsis for annoying me. Uh, yes, that that's just something people do. Something I hate is when I'm uh, when I message people at work and people will use triplicate punctuation, whether it's periods or question marks. It's like knock it off. Just the one is fine. Anyways, I'm a Reiki master. Oh, and also very good at massage. <laughs> oh, that part was I added. Yeah, but I was I was inferring. Yeah, but not a certified massage therapist. Oh. I'm good at I'm good at touching, but I ain't got a degree. <laughs> Looking for a woman that would appreciate a free treatment in a respectful manner. <laughs> Come in, my I fu- I am respectful to women's, I, my I, lady. I respect the women's, unlike those other dirty men's. I I respect the women's. Can I touch your boobs? Oh God, I'm so sorry about that. Will you please stomp on my balls? <laughs> I massaged you. Why didn't you fuck me? I showed you my penis. Respond. <laughs> Totally chill, kind, spiritual, spiritual. and relaxed here. Getting and ba- relaxed. Getting back into it. So this is totally free of charge. I'm 50 years old, so get ready to see some creepy, white, hairy wire bush just coming at you. Woof! Oh, so it's so it's like a um, nude optional hot spring. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, and he has his own place. Thank God. You know what? Speaking of creepy, guess what I did over this Christmas? Uh, let's see. Went to a hot spring of some sort. Yes. My mom decided that she needed to take us to a hot spring, which was nude optional. And it's like, why? Why would you do this? Thankfully, nobody in the family got naked. That wasn't... They didn't get that creepy. But it's still... There's... It's 90% old men that shouldn't be naked. Well, it's maybe not 90%. You get a lot of that. You get a couple of the younger hippie fucks that don't shave their fucking bushes. So, like, they're they're... Their crotch hairs are longer than their dick. And you're just like, I, do you have a penis in there? Do I have to, like, move stuff out of the way? What is it with nudists and not shaving? They're just, that's just part and parcel of the whole all natural thing. Uh, a couple of hot women. Thankfully, none of the non-hot women got naked because they're all just like, well, nobody wants to see that. And we're all like, yup. <laughs> and then some children to make it awkward. Uh, and you're just like, really? 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 Just, I'm just gonna keep my head looking over this direction and never face that direction, ever. Roxas, At all. Roxas informs us it's never safe to drink water near us. Uh. Let's see, the next one is just, early bird gets the worm, come feed me, and that's, that's it. That That's actually kind of creepier, because it's not clear what they want, but they want blue. dick. <laughs> I guess there's always that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to help the enchanter here. Most of these equal I want dick. Caught you in the target lot. Oh, boy. Uh, um, <laughs> so I saw this truck parked far from everyone else in the lot when I was leaving target hook set. Target hook set. Target hook set. That's a directive. <sighs> Hook set. You're being targeted. I was a bit curious. Long pause. What? What this? What this hell is up with this guy? What this hell indeed? What this hell? 
Not what the hell, what this hell? He thought to myself, <laughs> this was on wed, probably around seven-ish. Mm. Who was getting wedding? Uh, wedded? Guy was definitely having some solo fun, lol, if you know what I mean. Ah, uh, yes. Words of friends. Good game to play in a parking lot. Let you uh, do something while you're waiting. Did get me thinking, though, that actually kind of sounds like fun in a scary kind of way. Do more people do this? Hmm. Totally not a cop looking for people masturbating in public. Totally. Not a fed. <laughs> Does anyone know where I could buy some quality machine guns? Just in case we need to take out the government? <laughs> LOL. Totally not a fed. Yeah, that's a good username. I like that. Nice job, ATF. <laughs> Why did I make that my username for things? Yeah. Totally not a fed. Uh, anyways, that's it. What kind of illicit drugs are we selling on Craigslist today? Hmm? Uh, that's the last of that one. Should we do a, a quick individual then? Where, where was that one? I've lost it to get rid of it. Anyways. Lost it. Well, I was going to unstart so we don't start their next show, but whatever. Fair uh, enough. Yes, well, let's do uh, individuals. Do you want to go first? Sure. So I decided to revisit uh, another yeah, sort of individual... Uh, not quite musical, but it does have musical numbers, and that's to revisit Mongrels. Man, did I miss that show. Mongrels. Mongrels, you betcha. Okay. The BBC puppet show. If you have never sat down and watched it, it's a lot of fun. It's very British-oriented, a lot of, like, their gags, like, reference, like celebrities they make fun of. And they do a lot of the cutaway gags that are, if you're familiar with Family Guy, you're familiar with that. But because it's all, I didn't realize it was still a show. Well, it was only the two seasons. That's all they ever did, which is unfortunate because it's the kind of thing I'm like watching. I'm like, man, I wish this had gone a little longer. But clearly, I don't know whether production costs other things. Uh, the nice thing is a lot of the people who do voices in the puppet work have done other works. Like like the one who does, lady who does Destiny was had a role in one episode of the IT crowd. Uh, the guy who plays the owner, he's been in a few other things. The things you people like if you've seen a little bit of the BBC TV comedy, you probably recognize a few faces and voices. Which is still a lot of fun. But they have every episode has, like, you know, a fun musical number, if not a couple. Which is great. I mean, the very first one has Fuck Chickens. Which is amusing. I didn't realize Mongrels was still a thing. What do you mean, still a thing? Like, I figured it was just, like, one and done kind of thing. Well, they did two. They did two, two seasons. Yeah. That's it. Twelve episodes. That's it. Okay. I just revisited it because I was like, hey, oh, I happened. thought maybe there was more, and that's why you're. Oh talking no, about that'd it. be great. That'd be awesome. I, I really wish there was more, and I wish it hadn't ended so soon. It does. That's one of the BBC's biggest problems, in my opinion. Is they make comedy occasionally, and they're like, "Yeah, we made twelve episodes. That's enough. Fuck you." Back to back to shitty interviews and bullshit weather and. Okay. Complain about London traffic. Whoa, London traffic. Okay. Anyway, that's all. So you really haven't seen much, and you just happened to see that recently. You're like, oh, let's just talk about it. Well, I felt it was actually appropriate, considering what we watched. Okay. I guess. I'm trying to decide between a bunch of things I've seen, and, uh... I don't... I don't... I don't uh, like... Surely you have something. I do, I have... I just... It's hard to choose. Like, do I talk about The Witcher? I don't think I should. I don't think I should. No? 
No. No. And I'm I'm mostly stuck actually between uh two. One is a, a short series on Amazon, and the other is the new Hellboy. Oh, with uh, what's his face from Stranger Things? And I just... I'd say Hellboy. Like, I feel like both are kind of things I should talk about, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You're voting for Hellboy? I, I'm curious. How, how'd this go? I remember the ads. They tried to make it like a sort of Guardians of the Galaxy, like a little bit. They have the soundtrack thing going. I'm just like, yeah, this feels like it's going to be a failure. And the guy they picked, not terribly imposing. Like, Ron Perlman's a fucking dickhead, but he definitely fit the part proper. See, that was the thing. Anybody that's seen the old Hellboys, it was played by Ron Perlman. Yeah. Right? Right did a good job in those. As, as good a job as he can do. As good as Hellboy can be. Right? This one is... The new one has... Uh, what's his name? Blarp, blarp, blarp. I can't Something. find it here. Why? What the fuck is this? David Harbour. Why is he so far the, down? The sheriff. The sheriff of Stranger Things. Yeah, I guess if you watch Stranger Things, you know that. I've seen it first, some of the first one. It didn't really, like, tickle me that much. It's just kind of like, meh. Uh, like, he was in it. Suicide Squad, I guess. He was Jim Hopper! No, he's Jim Hopper. Dexter. He was Dexter Tolliver? Oh, I have no idea. Don't know. I never watched it, because it looked like shit. So. But I gotta say that um, he tries to be Ron Perlman... Like, See, they just try to... I think they're just trying to take off where the other one's ended or something and just keep going. That's which, what it which feels is, like. And he just... He doesn't have... Something about his look is off. Like, he's just off. He just looks like an ugly fuck. You know, part of when it is... When they put him in his makeup, that's what he looks like. He looks yeah. like some weird, ugly he fuck. He looks like they did the makeup for that movie uh, Mask. Where the kid had the birth, like the the guy who's to be like the kid, like the grown up kid who has like well, the birth defect. He's not. I don't think he's this built at all. I know he is. They they kind of they pad up to give him the abs and shit. But what's hilarious yeah, is they fine. didn't they didn't continue into the pants. So it just looks like he's got a muffin top. <laughs> uh, well, you know what else I like is that he has the coat. And you look at, like, he got this onto his onto his hand. He has, like, the big... What, don't think about how it went don't over think, his hand. Don't think about it. Just like, huh, it's bunched up around the back. Okay, it's like, but you don't put your coat on that way. You don't put it on over your shoulder. Backwards. He loses the coat and puts it on repeatedly in this thing. That way they can show us that he's got a trail of back hair down the middle. It's fucking funny or something. It's right? funny because he's a demon, I guess. So what's the, what's the plot in this one? More Nazis? And, uh, yeah, well, Nazis are involved. Okay, well, that's good. But they're not the bad guys. They're, they're just slightly involved because they go into his backstory of what the Nazis summoned him. So they can have a moment where the lobster goes around shooting them or something and just go with it. I don't know. Some weird fuck that... Was it the rock lobster? And his dad was there. Played by, um, what's his name? Gleason, I'm assuming. Where is that? Up there, or is that the modern, like, the one that takes over? No, that, that, he plays Merlin. Fuck, my brain. What is his name? There it is. Ian McShane. Oh, I think okay. he might have played the same role in previous ones, but I'm not sure. 
for those who might remember him better, like I do, the guy from the guy who's the hotel operator in John Wick, right? Yeah, that that'd be the best thing that people would know him from, I think. Well, he was Swearingen in Deadwood. That's funny. He was also Blackbeard. Eh, no one gives a shit. Nobody. Anyways, basically the only pirates movie that was really any good was the first one. So no, in this one, the bad guy to some extent is uh, where is she? Mila Jovovich. Nice. Who plays the Blood Queen. Nemu. So, let me let me give you the plot of this thing real quick. Ooh ooh ooh! Is she like? Because based on the is it actually like Nimue? like the consort of like Merlin, the actual Merlin. Oh, hold on. So back in the day. Back in the back of the day, she was this evil witch that was going, that was gonna just do bad things and gonna end humanity. And King Arthur shows up with Merlin. Yeah, that's actually kind of fun. That's and with Excalibur, he's capable of cutting off her head, and then cuts her body to par- to pieces. Her blood goes into whatever tree because it's some tree that probably has to do with it too. And I don't care. You would probably recognize it. You actually read that shit. It's and, been a long um, time, but yeah, maybe, maybe. Anyways, and her pieces are spread across Scattered. the land. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but she's still alive. Well, of course, she's evil and powerful. Yeah. You can't really kill evil and powerful. So some evil uh, pig thing, pig bear man, um, puts her back together. Over the centuries? Like, no, yeah, just... no, just real quick at the, in this movie. Oh, okay. And Hellboy is chasing him down. There's also some giants that have come around. So we have this subplot where he finds out about his past. That's dumb. Where basically there's this ancient society his dad used to be a part of. It's just British assholes that go out on a hunt for the giants. Are asshole hunting. They, 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 they're like, we need your help to hunt down three giants. And then they the troll turn on him and kill him. him. They'll try to kill Hellboy and it doesn't work. And they get killed by the... They get saved by the three giants who look like trolls. Ah. Saved by three trolls. Hmm. Anyway. So they not. don't turn to stone when day comes. Don't worry. Hellboy then dispatches them because uh, apparently he's strong again. He's got that convenient good guy strong where he's not, he, you know, mooks can take him down when it's convenient, but they won't when be able to important. finish him off. Right. Yeah. And he'll be conveniently saved because of plot armor, but then all of a sudden when it comes down to real boss fights, um, he's, he can, like, he's a god. He, he can punch a bank safe seven miles through the head of the bad guy. Yeah. And he's just like, Rawr! aren't you like, okay. Yeah. His steroids kick in. So, here's the plot twist. Nimue wasn't really bad? It was Merlin? No, she was bad. Okay. To some extent, but she's okay. she doesn't want to kill him. She figures out, as soon as she sees him, that he's useful. She's actually wants him to be her husband or whatever. She's going to be the queen of the, the damned, I guess, or whatever, the bad people. And he's the king because he, can, he has a crown. And guess what? He can pull Excalibur. Because he's actually the unholy, like, child of King Arthur, whatever, relative. King Arthur had a daughter who had a daughter who had a daughter that went to hell and fucked some demon and made him. That's really dumb. Yeah. Even if it's true to the comics, that's really dumb. And then, so, they have Merlin for a minute come back, who he's still alive in a grave somewhere, barely. Who, like, <laughs> gives him the sword and then is mad that we don't take the sword because he, ta- he touches it and sees that he'll just turn into this evil beast and... Because he'll grow his horns out and have a flaming crown that you see in the things. Rawr. 
But then he ends up taking it again because he gets it again because she takes it into it and he pulls it and then you get these scenes where like the demons come out of the ground and kill some people in London in inventive fun ways because you know ripping people apart and cutting yeah. them over things and, or as they say in London and sword legs London Tuesday yeah yeah Tuesday. Oh, what's all this then? You got a license for that demon there, Hellboy? Uh, it's, it's, I mean, it felt like the other Hellboy movies to some extent, but uh, what's his name? Gleason? No, not Gleason. Uh, whoever the fuck played Hellboy in this one? I keep forgetting. David Harbour. Just, no. He, like, he's trying to be Ron Perlman the whole time, like the same character, and he well, just... And to be he fa- looks fucking wrong. He doesn't act it quite right. Well, and that's the thing is like, honestly, when you recast a character, you honestly have to adjust the character a little bit. You can't have him be the exact same. And part of that's because if you pick a different actor, you pick him for different qualities. Whereas Ron Perlman did very well. As like, they picked he, him because they thought they could make him look similar. Probably. And I, I understand. But what I'm saying is that Ron Perlman definitely embodied the gentle giant version of Hellboy. That I think was very well received by people. And if you're recasting, you have to play to that actor's strengths. I mean, and this guy's not he's not a super big guy to begin with. I, so you maybe I'm just being that. a dick to him and maybe he did all right, but I just didn't I just no. I, the whole time that's all I could think of was like, yeah, you suck. Well, to be I mean I'm Give me back Ron. Just going into it from like the, the trailers, all I would ever be able to think about is this is an unnecessary sequel. Like it feels completely out yeah. of place. But Mila Jovovich, she's hot. I guess. Remember, she's hot. So she usually is in like some kind of outfit that's just barely covering her tits and stuff. Because Mila Jovovich, even though she's 44, she's still hot. She has a personal trainer to thank. Nothing to do with those surgeons, we swear. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, that that's enough about that. Fair enough. Hmm. All right, we have any uh, site news or other fun stuff? No. Maybe. I don't think. Do we have site news? I mean, you're still a cunt, so, uh, no, no, nothing really. I think obviously, yes. So, uh, on that downer, 